Coming up this week, a new lounge experience is coming to Tomorrowland. As expected, Matterhorn Bobsleds opens with FastPass. And I talk about my look behind the construction walls of the new Guardians attraction. Plus later, Tony heads across the street to check out the food at the Grand Legacy. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 671, for the week of April 30th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Mulata-Willie. Hello. Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spatel. Hello. How many weeks in a row, Tony? I don't know, but it's it's. I know. I'm like. I think I need. I need some time off. I don't. And you're actually in Cali- to... you're actually in California this time. Yes, despite your rudeness earlier before we got <laughs> on the air, <laughs> I was very yes. I was very confused because I usually have like oh it's six o'clock. <laughs> I got three hours to get dinner, and I realized oh no, I'm recording in an hour. So and you have to talk yes. about food. Hungry. Oh, but I'm really excited. Oh. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. We'll just we'll just let people know. Oh, speaking of seven o'clock, hello to our friends listening live seven ish. Hello to our friends <laughs> listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen and chat live, head over to Mixler.com every Sunday at seven PM Pacific. It's M I X L R dot com. Look for Dis Unplugged Disney edition and join in the fun. And it is fun. Keep, keep they keep us they keep us entertained during the show. Cause we can't I think inter- their goal is to make we you can't. giggle out loud. I know, Tom. I know. Because we can't. Yeah, because the show us. isn't entertaining at all. Exactly. So no. I'm usually <laughs> in Mixler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm being horribly entertained over here because a ten year old just crept on her hands. You know the video of the the newscaster whose family whose wife had to come in and like yank his children out of the room. Well, yes. my ten-year-old just crawled in on her hands and knees, grabbed the puppy, and started scooting her across the hardwood floors out the door, and then trying to close the door in the same nice. exact way. Nice. <laughs> um, don't forget about the rest of the dreams. Uh, the rest of the Disunplug family podcast, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show on Mondays, the Orlando Show live every Tuesday morning at ten p.m. Uh, ten a.m. Pacific. Uh, Best and the worst of Orlando on Wednesdays. Uh, the Universal Show on Thursdays, Diz Pop on Fridays, and then, of course, every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific is The Daily Fix. Your quick look at the day's Disney news. You'll find all those on DizUnplugged.com and our various YouTube channels. Um, any housekeeping? I have a couple things, but... I have a few. <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead. Take, give, give us one of them, Tony. Well, really, it's only one. I just said that so you'd give me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, and it's not really that big of a deal. But I've been flying out of John Wayne lately. And oh my gosh, people need to, even if it's a 10, 15% difference, like, don't, I just, I know Mary Jo and I uh, butt heads over this. 
But like flying out on a Sunday, it's so easy. It's just so easy. Everybody needs to fly out of freaking John Wayne. Like every time I don't, I forget. And then it's just so easy. Versus LAX, right? Is what you're yeah. About. Like it's just so fast and so easy. And there's not a lot of people. And it's just so relaxing. So just something to think about. Mm-hmm. That's it. Cool. Um, last week we talked about the new Christmas store in the old um, oh castle heraldry castle, shop heraldry holiday shop, um, and we didn't know for sure what was going into the enchanted chamber, and we thought it had closed for a while or you know it was refurbished. Uh, it was back open this week, and it's just it looks like almost overflow for Bibbidi Bobby Boutique. It's just all costumes. So it's it's so Sigh. interesting because over at the um at the Royal Fantasy Fair, it's exactly the same, have, right? Yeah, they have another shop, mm-hmm. and both yeah. and those shops are always crowded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're it's, always. It, I mean, they got three stores with the same stuff in them. Yeah, basically. Did you did you notice Tom if they had if they had any um pers- ornament personalizing going yes, yes, on? Yes, in the yes? Herald, in okay. the holiday shop. Yes, there's a, there was a table with ornament personalization. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. And then, of course, this week, uh, actually a couple days early, the Matterhorn reopened. Um, and as expected, we knew this was happening. The Matterhorn now has Fast Pass. Uh, Mary jo, were you in the parks this no. weekend, Mary Jo? Did you? No, I'm going to go this. No, I'm going to okay. go this next week when everything's up and running. Hopefully, okay, cool. Or and they get, they uh, get from, going. from the pictures we saw the first day, they had the outdoor vending cart versions of fast pass out there but i'm 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 assuming that soon the actual machines will open so and um uh, the line allegedly is different now where you start the line in front of the the little cottage or that what the not the cottage but the the enchanted no treats no well yeah basically whatever the little the chalet Mm-hmm. The chalet at the at the at the entrance to the the attraction, instead of starting halfway around the mountain, you have to start there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, because well, it's fast pass now, so they've got to make sure they're watching the line, I guess. So, do they have rope? Are the ropes different? They don't wrap around the mountain anymore. Or uh, yeah, I, I don't know how different it is, but I'm assuming it's different because you're starting in a different spot. So. Um, any Crazy. other housekeeping? I have a couple. Go ahead, Mary Actually, I have a clarification for those who thought that I am happy and I, that I really thought that Hyperspace Mountain is not popular. <laughs> um, I know it's popular. I was just kind of kidding last week that just surprised that um, they're getting rid of it because so many people like it. So just that I throw that out there. No, walking it back. Walking it back. <laughs> no, they're, they're, it is. I mean, it, it is really kind of interesting. It is kind of interesting <laughs> that they are taking it away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought so too. But then I read somewhere that um, Space Mountain is reaching its a birthday, uh, so they probably okay. want to go. Oh it. yeah. And again, I um. think we kind of talked about last week that they need something to be able to promote in Disneyland for the summer, since everything else is a little bit behind. Right. So. Right. Well, you know, I find it I find it very funny and ironic that here we are talking about how 
amazingly wonderful it is that you know they're mixing up space mountain again and that they mix up this attraction and that attraction when they can't even take the florida one down to do much much needed repairs on its track and and reinstallation of a new track because people complain that it isn't the same thing so i think it's great I know it's like such a it's so ironic from coast to coast you know it's such a huge difference in how we look at our space mountain versus how the the Walt Disney Worlders look at theirs well, well I think it's also tracks, so. well it's also you have to look at who the guests are for us yeah. it's primarily local so they have yeah. to keep changing it to attract people uh, yeah. there it's more it, it's an international group you know, tourists. So a lot of people, it is a once in a lifetime experience. So they uh, out there at Walt Disney World, they're very hesitant to do overlays or take down an attraction because um, for people, if it's their once in a lifetime, they want to see the original version of the attraction, not necessarily Haunted Mansion Holiday or Hyperspace Mountain or something like that. It's so it's a dilemma. But I know, I'm sure that they would love to leave that ride with their spine intact. <laughs> and and when is it going to get so bad that, you know, what? how long, I mean, as as Ryan is saying in the chat room, the, t- the last time they tried to do a refurb was 2009 on mm-hmm. theirs. And, you know, that got canceled. So this ride, that ride has been needing help. And what year was ours done in? Ours was done in 2006 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something Cause, like that. Because look how often the Matterhorn track has been redone, and it is still just as uncomfortable <laughs> as ever. Yeah, but look how much improved ours was when they took it out and put in the whole new track. As opposed to just redoing the original track. Right. Oh, well, oh yeah, are you talking about Star Wars? No. Star, I mean, no, uh, Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. Space yeah. Mountain. No. They, they had we to redo had, the, there were structural, there right. were significant structural problems. Yeah. It, it had to be taken out very quickly. Yeah. Oh, um, somebody in the chat room, Matt, I think says it's May 27th is the anniversary. Okay. So yeah. that makes sense. They're going to miss the anniversary. While it's closed? Okay. Yeah. Basically, no. That's oh. the last <laughs> couple days of hyperspace. It gets closed. Oh, that's with, right, because it's not open until June 1st, yeah, right? Yeah, so it's closed the 30th and 31st. We'll be sitting there going, open, open, mm-hmm. open, open. Well, okay, no, somebody's I, asking well, about I, a rumor will, with... You'll be doing that. We'll, the rest of us will be in Florida already. No, yeah. I'll be in Florida. I'll just be thinking. Oh, uh, okay. Open. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, hey, I'm, not, I'm not missing about, the 20th for nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have, you, have you guys heard this, the... the a rumor about Moana Volcano Mountain Coaster? That's in oh, Florida. I, in Florida, yeah. Florida, oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, boy, that would be kind of fun. We have no room. Make it all us. red light on the inside and lava effects. That would be kind of cool. All right, any other housekeeping? I have my, I have my real housekeeping. Okay. Um, this, Tony's going to be really happy to hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't Kelly wait. Has- <laughs> at LAX boo, boo. To, to, <laughs> to add to even more more uh, chaos Mother's Day weekend they're going to be changing Delta Airlines from Terminal 5 and 6 to Terminal 2 and 3 now time out there Joe I'm really excited about that to be honest with you because 
Now, when I do the rental car thing, that gives me an extra like 15 minutes earlier to get there. No, I'm actually happy. With it. But anyways, but that's going to be a headache. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, yeah, the, the, the turnover is going to be headache. They're going to do it overnight and then people are going to go the next day thinking that they're going to, they're displacing a little over 20 other airlines from terminals two and three who will be going to five and six or the Tom Bradley, which is the international terminal. And Mary Jo, is there, is there anything in there about displacing the airlines? Are they going to just grab them and just pull the other airlines down the aisle or <laughs> no, thank you, Tom, for laughing at that one. That was my joke. Thank Delta, you. not United. I know. Oh, that. Okay. I was like, yeah, I, it wasn't, I'm they sorry. can't all be gyms. <laughs> yeah. It, but, um, American will stay in Terminal 4. Um, United, I think, is Terminal 7. So those will stay there. It's just 5 and 6. That'll be changed in 2 and 3. So just before you either leave LAX um, or or have somebody pick you up, just check to see what where your airlines is going to be at. So, and it's going to be a mess Mother's Day weekend. So Probably. But, but now, Mary Jo, you and I can use, if you haven't seen, the new VIP lounge that they're building for like celebrities. It's only like, it's like, it's something like $5,000 every time you use it. Cause then that way we can just go and not have to worry about all that stuff. That's true. I think so. I think you, and I think, I think the, the Diz, I think Tom hmm. should somehow make sure that works for what? us, that we get that access. So we're hanging out with Tom Cruise and don't have to worry about hey, yes. waiting in lines. No. Okay. So it's the star Alliance lounge. And then, Tom, you could get that for Tony because I'm pretty sure, sure we're sure. the ones that are going to be yeah, uh, doing yeah. the research. No problem. I'll, I'll work yeah, me, yeah, I think I think Mary Jo, it's a segment. I think you and I should do it and we'll, we'll look at it check it out on the way to on the way to the 20th anniversary party. And oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Tony can do a f- quick food review for mm-hmm. those who are sure, are, sure, sure. <laughs> so who in the, who in the Mixler chat rooms coming to the 20th anniversary party? Good, good, good. Okay, I'm just pretending that they're actually answering. Um, do you have any other housekeeping you had, Mary Jo? That was it. It okay. was uh, because it's a big thing. I I saw the sign and when I was at the Delta terminal last week, and I was like, "What the heck?" So I looked it up and saw this change. So it's oh. Mother's Day weekend when they do all that. So Very and cool. then on um, May seventeenth, they should all be in their new terminals. Cool. I <laughs> think that might be the a really bad time to do it. Just saying. <laughs> Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Michael, you have anything? I do. Go ahead. Well, you know, I've been talking about the D23 Expo the last few weeks. That is July 14th through the 16th. And they have announced a, a lineup that really isn't too surprising. Mm-hmm. What what they're talking about is uh, what's going to be taking place in Hall D23, and this is a 6,800-seat venue. It's going to be in Hall D of the Anaheim Convention Center. Uh, They have confirmed that Bob Iger is going to open the expo once again this year. And, of course, all of these events are subject to change. The uh, Disney Disney Legends Awards ceremony will take place at 10 a.m. on Friday, July 14th. This will be hosted by Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger. I talked a few weeks ago about the Disney visionaries and artists who have made significant contributions to the Disney legacy who are being honored. Plus plus the Star Wars people. Yes, well, I was just going to say it's <laughs> Carrie Fisher, 
Clyde Cherry, Geronimi, Manuel Gonzalez, Mark Hamill, Wayne Jackson, Stan Lee, Gary Marshall, Julie Tamer, and yes, Clutch Your Pearls, Oprah Winfrey. Um, I, I've already I've already shared what I thought of this lineup. A few weeks ago, go back and listen to that show. The um, Walt Disney Studios will present a behind-the-scenes look at all of its upcoming films in not one but two Hall D23 sessions at 2.30 on Friday. We'll find out what is coming up with um, Walt Disney Animation Studios and Pixar Animation Studios. And on Saturday at 10.30 a.m., it'll be, uh, we'll find out what's going on from Disney, Marvel, and Lucasfilm and and their uh, slate of live action films. And what's exciting is that uh, we get to see exclusive footage, uh, special guest appearances, uh, oh, you know, oh, um, and all kinds of little surprises, giveaways sometimes. Um, on Saturday, July 15th at 3 p.m., you can find out what's going on with at Walt Disney Parks and Resorts with Chairman Bob Chapik. He's going to be telling us what is going to go on at all the parks around the world. And then the real big thing to round out the weekend, Disney legend Alan Menken will perform his exciting new one-man show, A Whole New World of Alan Menken. This is Sunday, July 16th at 1.30 and 5 p.m. And, of course, the big event, and we really should be in in Hall D23 for this, of course, is the, your, your Diz crew will be there as well. So you want to look for us at our, our um, booth so we'll look forward to seeing you all there. We're going to have to take turns on Sunday to so we can all see that concert and still cover the booth. Well, as far as I'm concerned. Wait, isn't it pretty much over the expo by yeah, then? Yeah, you're true, for the, by, at least by the second one, yeah. I'm going just as a guest, so I'll be there to be in line for the concert. <laughs> you know, so we'll hold a spot for us. Thanks, Mary Jo. Appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a last one in the chat room brought up something interesting. Is Michael Eisner a legend yet? And if no, so, why not? Shockingly. Hmm, interesting. That's all politics. <clears throat> Probably. I, I suspect his time will come. I have a mm-hmm. feeling they need to let a little more right. time pass. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other housekeeping? All right. It's time for news. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the tour I got on. Oh, what day was that? Tuesday? So Tuesday afternoon. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I got a chance to don a hard hat and go behind the construction walls at the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout um, attraction. Well, it's all all caps and an exclamation point. So you have to say it like that. Um, Like, what is it? Jingle, jingle bell, jingle bam. so we weren't allowed to take any pictures inside. <laughs> what? Oh. I'm Jing. just laughing at your emphasis. 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 <laughs> uh, we weren't allowed to take any pictures. Uh, we, we did, um, we were able to our own ref or our own ref or our own reference because it wasn't very good audio. Um, actually that, you know, they had set, they set it up quite nicely. They gave us the, you know, the, the vests and the goggles and the hat and they had set up, um, speakers throughout the tour of that we were going. So everywhere we stopped, they had wireless microphones and, you know, they would 
talk in that particular area so we could everybody could hear. So it wasn't like they did a tour and the guy in, was you know thirty feet in front of us talking and we couldn't hear anything. So um, actually, they actually did it really really nicely. Uh, so you know, I uh, and I talked about this on the Daily Fix on Wednesday. Uh, there's a blog out with more details, but um, I think I'll, the one thing I want to get get out there is their their premise for why the heck this building is in California Adventure. At least now, what what the what the reasoning is now. This is before, of course, Marvel Land. But um, this is what they're saying is the collector has these new, uh, you know, new acquisitions that he that he has, and he wants to show them off to the world. So where better to build his new fortress than at the edge of California Adventure, where all the tourists are? In, in the land this is, is the lamest the land story. is cheaper the land is cheaper there than at Disneyland of course so he built it at California built it at California Adventure but yeah that's that's the 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 Disney line about why the collector's fortress is there at the edge of California Adventure so because you know that property is so cheap in California yeah, right right exactly yes <laughs> yeah 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 especially in Orange County mm-hmm. <laughs> So, this is pathetic. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, and of course, we all know. I we, I think most of us know what the storyline of the att- actual attraction is. The collector has um, basically has the Guardians of the Galaxy now in his collection. Um, Ro- uh, Rocket the raccoon escapes and requ- and asks all of our guests, all the guests, to help him rescue the rest of. The Guardians of the Galaxy from the clutches of the Collector. So that's basically what the storyline of the attraction is. Spoiler alert: too late. Tom. Uh huh. So did did the Collector also collect the doll from the Twilight Zone series? Um, I would not be surprised if something like that is there. I'll skip ahead for a second, but like the lobby of the of the what used to be the lobby of the of the Tower Hotel is now mm-hmm. like, is like the main queue. And it what? is, it is, it's, it's, well, the, the, the queue goes through the lobby of the, of the, the ground floor. Um, and they use, they use more of the space than they did before. But there are all kinds of these, the glass cases that the collector has. And what they're saying is there's all kinds of references in there. Uh, lots of references to different things in the Marvel universe, not only the movies, uh, but like, Agents of Shield TV show uh, references to the comics. They're also saying there are cool. quote unquote theme park references in there, just for the annual pass holders. Um, so I don't know. You know, maybe we may see we may see a reference to Twilight Zone in there, just as a as a as a nod to the old attraction. Like like is, is is creativity under glass somewhere in there too? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I like Sarah and Chats. Uh... Her, her recommendation is that the collector should show the should collect the Hollywood Tower Hotel and decide to show it off in California mm-hmm, Adventure. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, starting outside, real quick, um, when you come into the grounds, you you kind of see something's off a little bit because there are foot like raccoon footprints over the sign. Uh, so that kind of gives you a clue that something's going on. Uh, there is an eight foot tall statue, uh, eight foot tall gold statue of the collector in the in the in the outside queue 
And also there's a bunch of plants that the collector has obtained throughout his travels. Some interesting, interesting plants in the, in the out, outdoor queue. And of course, are they left over from Pandora? They, they may just be, uh, so then you go into the interior queue, and like I said, there's tons and tons of what they call Easter eggs in this interior queue. They, sh- they I saw the cool. what is it? Um, what's the name of the dog? Cosmo or the one that's in the, the dog so. that's in the Guardians <laughs> movie? Yeah, somebody, yeah. Somebody in the chat I think room. So. Somebody in the chat room cl- uh, will correct me, but lots and lots of of um, Easter eggs in that lobby. Then you move into the what was what we used to say was the library in in mm-hmm. Terror, and that's now the collector's office. Uh, so you'll get probably some of the we didn't get to go in there, so you probably you'll probably get some of the storyline there. You also get storyline in the lobby itself because there's a huge screen in there, and the collector comes on periodically and talks about his new acquisitions and talks about the guardians, um, and you know his. You know, once, once he's wanting to show them off to the world, uh, the cast members in, in the collector's fortress or in Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout are employees of the collector. They are docents or, you know, tour guides in the museum itself. So that's, that's their storyline. So as, as about the time you're going into the collector's office, they realize something is awry and that ha- raccoon has, oh, it's Cosmo. I was right. Okay. Um, something is awry and rac- a rocket has escaped. So they're kind of rushing you along into the collector's office and into the next, the next phase of the, of the attraction to the next phase of the queue. Uh, you go into the old boiler room, I guess it was. Um, that's now the maintenance bay. Um, didn't seem like there were a lot of changes in there, but I'm sure there will be lots of Easter eggs in there as well. Um, and then that's, of course, where Rocket re- you request your assistance to save, to help him save the Guardians. And then, of you, of course, you get on the attraction itself or on the ride mechanism. And there are six different vignettes or ride profiles, each with a different song attached to it, each with a different storyline attached to it. Um, however, the first piece of every ride you're going to go on, um, Rocket needs to blow out the generator so he can rescue the, the Guardians. And the generator happens to be, of course, on the roof. So as soon as you get in there and the right attraction starts, you zoom straight up to the roof. And then you come back down, and then, then from there it's different. Um, again, there's six songs reminiscent of the Guardian soundtrack. Uh, I Want You Back by the Jackson Five. Um, Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar. Give Up the Funk by Parliament. Born <laughs> to Be Wild by Steppenwolf. Free yep. Ride by the Edgar Winters Group. And Burn in Love by Elvis Presley. Nice. Nice, yeah. So it sounds fun to tell you the yeah, truth. Yeah, exactly. It's, it sounds really fun. Um, and they were saying that, you know, at, at, of course, during the attraction, you rescue the guardians and there's a happy ending, I'm sure. Um, but as you exit the, as you exit the attraction, you kind of hear the best of 
the soundtrack don't go down the hallway, but you also hear the sounds of some of the other parts of the collection that may have escaped as well, along with the guardians. So you'll kind of hear those running down the hallway as well. Uh, experience, of course, ends in the gift shop, what they're calling the collector's warehouse, where members of his team are kind of burning out the collector's merchandise. Um, you know, his, his Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout t-shirts and, yeah. Keychains. Keychains, yeah. yes, and magnets and, yeah. So, that's kind of the, the quick tour of Guardians of the Galaxy. Any questions? Not really, but I heard that they're going to be having annual pass holder um, I also, previews, I, maybe. Today I heard the rumor. that they're not. So. Oh. Mm. Well, your source is much better than my well, source. No, I, so. I just glanced at Twitter today and I saw that the, they're not going to do that. And they're going to have cast member pe- previews. They're going to have cast member previews, but they're going to be really, really tight uh, with video and photography and everything in it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next few weeks. And then are there um, different effects in each of the elevator shafts? Is that what you're saying? Right, well, no, it, it it's random, kind of like Star Tours is random, mm-hmm. except it's, it's, it's six different vignettes, um, different oh, stories, okay. different storylines. See if I have the, I, somewhere I have the. So notes. what, so when the elevator doors open, we can see different things. Yes, exactly. Depending upon exactly. what it is. Well, okay. and you'll also, you know, because in the, in the lobby area, you see some of the members of the collection, but you don't see the Guardians. But when you board the air elevator, it will open up to where the Guardians are or where the Guardians were. Um, so the, the six different vignettes are, atta- are attached to the different songs. I don't know which vignette is attached mm. to which, which song. But the names, the names, the, like the behind the scenes names they're using for the, for the vignettes. One is called Escape. One is called Drax versus Beast. One is called Drones. Uh, one is called Anti Gravity. One is called Ab- Abelisk Attack. And the last one is called Quill versus Orloni or Olani. So that's just kind of the working titles they gave us for the, for the different different vignettes. And they said that there will be quote unquote Easter eggs related to the new movie that comes out this weekend. So they have okay. they've already um they've already you know worked on that. Uh music in the in the lobby area and in the uh collector's office is by Tyler Bates who was the composer of the the score for Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, they brought in the the director of the movies to review some of the storyline elements, and also you know because they have they they did new video of the Guardians for the attraction, so he came in and made sure everything was continuity correct. I guess you'd you'd say to to match match the films. So kind of hmm. cool. It'll be fun when it opens. Yeah, yeah. I may not write it, but I'll go through the queue. And I'll I'll be happy to go through the queue and dig for Easter eggs with y'all. <laughs> nice. I'm 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 honestly okay. 
can you or can you not or possibly did you see is there a Howard the Duck in the case? I did not see Howard the Duck. I didn't I you we kind of got stuck in one spot and weren't able to yeah, move I around figured. a lot but But wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> right. Yeah. That would because it was in the movie so. Yeah. Yeah, he was in the movie and he was broken out by the dog at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. That's a flashback. Yep. So, anyway, uh, I'm sure there will be more about that coming out soon. Any other news, Tony? Yes, when you're talking about uh, bringing back attractions, um, or not having creativity or whatever, I'm trying. I had a good one like five <laughs> minutes ago, but then you kept talking about all their oh, stuff, and I lost it. So, um, Irvine is negotiating to bring back Wild Rivers Water Park. So, for those of you that are newer listeners, there used to be a pretty nice size water park in Irvine and they're now going to be bringing it back, which of course, if it's a day six, Mary Jo. Got to go check it out. Yeah. So go ahead. Nope. You, I'm listening to you. Oh, wow. That's, that's so that's nice of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you're pretending to listen. So the Wild Rivers Water Park, once the iconic s- summer destination for families around Orange County, is making its way back. The Irvine City Council, acting as the Orange County Great Park Board, whatever that means, directed staff to begin negotiating with Wild Rivers officials to build and operate a water park at the Great Park, which is basically if you're going south towards San Diego where the 5 and 405 meet. Um, if that helps anyone, if not, forget it. Um, just go to your send place. Uh, wild rivers closed in 2011 after a 25 year run when the lease with the Irvine company who basically owns all of Irvine ran out, giving the way to the Los Olivos apartment complex. So the city plans to lease its great park land to wild rivers, which would build and run the water park. Wild rivers. President Mike Rydell said his company will start negotiating the lease terms and site location with the city. What Wild Rivers is proposing, which is what our listeners really care about, is a 30-acre water park with water slides, an uphill water coaster, water play structures for children, a wave pool, a lazy river, and Wild Rivers' popular Congo River Rapids. Construction will cost about $50 million, and he's already secured $40 million in um, financing. If things go smoothly, the new Wild Rivers could open in May 2019, he said. It will be our Wild Rivers, but it will be better. They'll and so basically that's it, that it's it's coming back and obviously it'll be new and it'll be a new park. And I'm guessing it's going to be the best one in Orange County because they have the gift of land and it's yeah. new. It'll so, be so much aesthetically, um, it'll be nicer than the one, I'm sorry to say, than the one at Knott's Berry Farm. Well, yeah, the Knott's Berry Farm one, it just happens to have water, Right. Where right. this one is going to be, if you look at the design online, it's, I mean, it's 30 acres and they've got land. And so I'm sure it's going to look nicer. And um, also, if you've ever gone to, um, what's the one? Bill and Raging. Ted's and Sandy. Yeah, Raging Waters, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've gone San there. It's, yeah, San Dimas. It's, it's so, so, so hot where Irvine is not nearly as hot. So, so it's anyway. not going to be in the same location. It's going to be in a different location. Well, I mean, it's the same city, but they basically built an apartment complex over there, so they're moving it a little bit. Okay. Well, it was. I mean, it's no longer there anymore, but um, so. I didn't a- realize that Wild Rivers was where the Lion Country Safari once was. Yeah. I, 
I did not either. Remember that? That's I do remember that when I was a really little boy. Mm-hmm. We went there one time. Cool. So there you go. All right. Thank you, Tony. That's the news. Time for rapid fires. I will go first because I think this one might take a while. Not so rapid. This week, Disneyland released info on a new lounge area called the Tomorrowland Skyline Lounge Experience. Ooh. Uh, guess <laughs> who booked the experience will have access to the lounge from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., but they can come and go as they please. Each guest will receive a boxed treat featuring fruit, cheese, and other sweets, plus a non-alcoholic hot or cold beverage. The lounge is not specifically meant to be a... It's not tied to fireworks because it is open every day, not just when fireworks are being presented. But on nights when there are fireworks, guests can catch a glimpse of the fireworks, or as one website worded it, a unique view of the fireworks from their seats in the lounge area. The cost is $45 per person, um, and this is a dining reservation, basically. So dining reservation rules apply. So you have to uh, put a credit card, but you don't have to pay in advance. However, if you don't show up or don't cancel within uh, 24 hours of the of the event, uh, you will be charged $10. And we don't know exactly where this is going to be located. My rumors point toward the upper floor of the Innoventions building, or what do they call it now, the Tomorrowland Expo Center or Launch Bay or whatever you want to call it. But um, That's the photo that they're showing well, on no, the, the official The photo they're showing is, is, well, the, old, the other one photo I saw was of the um, People Mover platform. Oh, see, and I thought that behind it, though, was the old Carousel of Progress uh, building. Okay, so, so they I... got both. Yeah, they're, they're trying to confuse us. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know what I don't get about it? Uh-uh. It's only it's only two hours long. Right. So what benefit would it be I to don't... that I can come and go? Why would I want to spend $45 to leave that venue? Why would I want to spend $45 to go to that venue? Exactly. Exactly. Because Disney knows that if they say, ooh, this is something special, this is something exclusive, we, like sheep, sheeple, we are just going to run and do it. And did you see that pathetic little dessert box? You know, I mean, the photo that they showed of that. I mean, that is not worth $45. Now, if they had special meet-and-greet characters or something up there, that would be maybe fine. But, you know, this just goes to show that Disney has learned that we will give us a cupcake and we will pay to see anything. We will pay to see them trot Pluto out at the castle forecourt and, 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 and take a poop. As long as we get a cupcake and a button, we'll pay $60 to see it. Mr. I mean, Bowling, you're giving them ideas. Don't give them those ideas that are going to capitalize on it. I mean, I'm just like, wow. And, and, and did you see their little write up? Well, you can see the pretty lights. You know, of Tomorrowland. Really? You're going to see the filthy, abandoned, um, poor people mover track. And then the herds of lemmings down there trying to get around the Astro Orbiter. And you'll see that broken uh, 
Orbitron. I mean, this is just a joke. I hope people don't fall for it, but they will. So I, I have reservations D- for Danny and- night. <laughs> <laughs> Danny in the chat room mentions the whole Wendy thing. And like you pay for it. And then because we know that if it was like this week, didn't weren't they canceled this weekend because of the Santa Ana's or Probably. within the week? So like They're if you're there and you p- them. I know that's the thing. Yeah. Well, you can't. And the thing is, that's an obstructed view anyway. You're you're not when when they said glimpse of the fireworks, glimpse is the key word here. I think in glimpse is you peeked out the corner of the. You know, like when you're in a hotel room, they say you have an ocean view, but you have to lean <laughs> and you can yes. barely see it between the buildings. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking that the fireworks are going to be like that, right? Yep. It, on the nights that they do go out. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I understand they want to try to have these dessert parties and all that, like Walt Disney World. But this is this is not it. I I hope people speak with their wallets and just ignore this completely. Are you making me feel guilty? <laughs> Why? Well, well, somebody has to go and see what it's like. Because I have you reservations know, I, for the first night. Well, I think you should. If you didn't, then I would have got them because I, know, I think right? that we we owe it to the listeners to let them yes, know what we they're, owe it yeah. to them. Yes, yeah, you're doing it for work, not yeah. for yeah. the yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Somebody has to check this joke out. I will. I will <laughs> sacrifice my own body to eat these treats and this fruit and drink this coke. <laughs> I mean, it's not even a buffet. Or anything uh-huh. like at the yeah. Tomorrowland in Tomorrowland at Walt Disney. And it's Disney entirely World. possible Magic that Kingdom. they will have characters or something inside, but we don't know. There's not enough details yet. No, and the ten dollar penalty I think should be the full price. Yeah, it almost should be. It, it should almost be paid in advance. But yeah, don't give them ideas. I know. Sorry. All right, uh, Mary Jo, what you got? So um, right now the. Corndog Castle is closed at DCA through May 11th, but don't don't despair. You can still get your corn dogs at the Paradise um, Garden Grill, and they have some other items over there right now. And um, they have the hot lake corn not, dog, but not which, chicken skewers. No, they have Carnival fried food there for mm, all of for mm. everybody. This is a taste bud delight place but the hot, <laughs> hot link corn because there's nothing healthy about this except maybe the sliced apples the hot link corn dog um for those of you who have been to the corn dog castle are delicious they've got those the original corn dog they have there uh with the sliced apples or the small bag of chips they also have the cheddar cheese stick and they have the chicken and waffle so let me give you prices hot link corn dogs 9.29 original corn dogs going to be 8.79 the cheddar cheese stick is eight forty nine. It must be a really good cheddar cheese stick. Um, the chicken and waffle goes for nine twenty nine, and that's tender breast. Uh, excuse me, tender chicken breast dipped in a waffle batter, and lightly fried to a golden brown, served with maple, bacon, and sage dipping sauce with choice of sliced apples or chips. Mm-hmm. I think that would be worth trying. That sounds interesting. It, it was, yeah, it yeah. was. It was interesting. I was going to ask you, and let me just tell the next one, Tom, then I'll ask you your experience because mm-hmm. I believe you tasted these. Um, and then they also have a crispy battered corn on the cob for eight forty nine. That's sweet, fresh corn on the cob, lightly seasoned and battered, fried to a golden brown and topped with cilantro, lime mayonnaise, Parmesan cheese, and seasoning with a choice of sliced apples or chips. That, that sounds, sounds it sounds messy. 
Well, like, yeah, all the batter Danny's... will fall off the minute you bite into it. <laughs> like I said, this this is so much like a like Sweet, fair food. food. There's nothing, yeah, there's nothing healthy about it. But t- okay, Tom. So what did you try when you went? So there? I tried the the chicken the chicken and waffles. Okay. Um, so the batter yeah. is not like a corn dog batter. It's almost like a really crispy fish and chip batter. Mm, but is it a flavorful batter? Sometimes batter the fish and chips batters are bland. Yeah, well, yeah, and, it's, it's, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, all the flavor was in the chicken. Actually, the chicken was almost well seasoned underneath it. Like you, you could taste like the because they talked about the sage or something sage sage season. You could taste seasoning in the chicken. Um, the little cup of dipping sauce was like a really thin maple sauce, like filled with bacon bits. Um. It was good. I wouldn't get it again, but it was it was a it was a you know full chicken breast on a stick with the with the batter on it. So if you were to compare that in a turkey leg, what which one do you think that would people? Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> don't make me choose. Okay. Um, I mean, it wasn't the turkey leg you could share. This was basically one okay. one serving, but okay. It's it's kind it of interesting. It was fun to, fun to try. Yeah, fun to try, but okay. Now, if it were a Dis- corn on the cob, I couldn't even go ahead, Michael. No, I say okay, but if it were a Disneyland pizza or this chicken and waffle skewer, oh, yeah, which would chicken, you- wa- ch- chicken and waffle okay. skewer? Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, Mary Jeff. That was like no choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, the crispy battered corn on the cob. I mean, the corn on the cob. I almost want to say Mexican style because we do put um, right. the the mayo with the Parmesan cheese and we put a little bit of uh, chili powder. There's a lot of flavoring. It doesn't need the batter. It's so delicious when you eat it that way. So I just wonder what the um, like Michael said. It's got to be messy. Yeah. When when you eat it, so have to go back for that. Um, yeah. I, I'm surprised that they don't have a dessert of fried Twinkies or something, you know, or the, or fried Oreos or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fried <laughs> Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, Did you say then, how long that's going to be open? Yeah, until May 11th. Girl, so, how long? At least how long the other one is closed. Right. So it's just through May 11th, 2017. Cool. So, mm-hmm. Thank you, Mary Jo. No more food talk. All right. Uh, Michael. <laughs> Well, it's May, the lusty month of May, and which means it's a new, new list of events at the Walt Disney Family Museum in the San Francisco Presidio. The two movies that they will be showing this month, how many of you remember The Ugly Dash Hund? Isn't that fun? Remember that Suzanne Plachette vehicle? And, okay, <laughs> it's I guess it's dog month. Old Yeller. Let's oh. hope they don't. Let's hope they don't miss and miss and hit that dash hound instead. Um, anyway, so two great dog films. Oh, Keller uh, certainly is. Oh yes, yeah, that is a good one. Tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's one talk this month, although they're presenting it twice on Saturday, May 13th at one o'clock and four o'clock. Landscaping Walt's Disneyland. 
They, uh, um, some of the folks that are going to talk there, talk there will be um, landscape architect Ruth Patricia Shellhorn, and she's a Southern California landscape architect. Walt Disney hired um, Shellhorn in March 1955 to coordinate landscape plans between the WED and the cruise, the construction um, site at Disneyland. And so she um, created detailed plans for the front entrance, Town Square, Main Street, and the Plaza Hub. And they also are going to have, um, a, I'm sorry, Kelly, oh, this last name, Comras. He's a landscape architect and he wrote a book about Ruth Shellhorn. And Imagineer Julie Bush is going to be there as well. And uh, they're there's going to also be a documentary screened about Shellhorn's um, 57-year career. So this, uh, I think this is going to be absolutely fascinating. Uh, and since I'm a gardener, uh, well, you know, uh, by hobby, I know I'm really going to enjoy this. So I will be at the 4 o'clock um, presentation. So that is May 13th. A uh, couple of exhibits. A Deja Vu, the art of Andreas Deja, is continuing. And I mentioned a few weeks ago a brand new exhibit that I, I am really excited about. Starts May 18th. Awakening Beauty, the art of Ivan Earl. And this is uh, orig an original retrospective. It's showcasing the life and work of Ivan Earl. We know him best as the lead stylist for um, Sleeping Beauty. And he did much of the concept art for Lady and the Tramp and Peter Pan. But he did much more than that. So there'll be an exhibit of his life's work. Um, at the museum so you'll definitely want to check that out and that's about it really going on in museum in may um for those of you who are thinking about what am i going to do with my my elementary school middle schooler or high schooler this summer you might want to check out the summer programs at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Those um, rev up in June. If you have a youngster who is really interested in animation, learning about it, maybe he would like to be an animator. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things about the um, summer animation camps or programs at the Walt Disney Family Museum. So go on their website and check those out. And for more information on what's going on at the museum in May, we'll have a link to their website in our show notes where you can get more information about um, tickets and times and all that kind of good stuff. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. And now, that Mary Jo, your fault. The chat room is discussing everything fried. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And Ryan Any says, state with a good, Ryan, a good Ryan says fried butter is actually not bad. It squirts. Fried butter? It squirts, though. I wasn't even going to say that out loud. <laughs> oh, my. oh, my. All right, Nancy, what you got? Dear Lord, Ryan, you're going to have hardening of the arteries by the time you're 25. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lordy. Okay, well, you know, Disney isn't the only company to promote that whole synergy. They may have developed the word, but Universal Studios Hollywood is trying to capitalize on the concept so they sent out an annual pass holder member um newsletter this week and uh let's see what did they all cover gee see it ride it live it the fate the fate of the furious or something like that um yeah 
that's the new movie, Fate of the Furious. Okay, so basically they're saying, come to our wonderful, newly renovated, which we talked about on an earlier show, cinema, AMC Cinema at Universal Studios City Walk, where you can have recliner chairs and a cocktail bar on the second floor and watch the movie. Then go on the studio tour and go into... Fast and Furious Supercharged, which is the last special segment of the studio tour. And and ride along with the cast on an, that exhilarating high-speed chase. Right? And then, now they're adding another experience. Live the Fast and Furious experience Hollywood style, both in the park and on CityWalk. Um, and basically what they're doing for this is they're pulling out a few of the cars in the movie. Um, some of the more notable ones, such as, dun, 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 if I can get back to my, my thing, um, such as, I believe, one known as the Ice something or other. Um, oh, let's see. Taj's Ripsaw. I've never seen these movies. Um, and then Don's Dom's Ice Charger. They're going to have those out um, in the park. Um, they're going to have those out. You could like hang out and get a photo in front of them. And then they're also having Madame Tassad's wax figures of probably Vin Diesel and, and Michelle Rodriguez and, you know, all the cast. Um, that you can pose pictures with. So we haven't checked this out yet, but it's it's out there. So now that we know it's out there, we'll head over there and take a look at it. Um, the other huge thing they're touting is the opening of Voodoo Donuts. Now, anybody who lives in Portland knows what a Voodoo Donut is. Um, they are an incredibly creative donut company. They're... Um, they're known for their little pink box and they have such things as, oh gosh, they have the usuals, you know, old fashioned cake donuts, plain cakes, devil's food, crawlers, fritters, vegan donuts, raised donuts, um, rings, bars, shells, and then specialties. I meant to look up some of these specialties before it was my turn, but I didn't, but they have such great names as the grape ape. They're famed for their bacon maple bar. Um, they have a dirt donut, which I'm assuming has, you know, crushed Oreos and gummy worms on it. Um, they have one called Chuckles, the Voodoo Double Bubble. The Portland Cream, Hollywood Cream, Mango Tango, and Raspberry Romeo are all filled ones. Um, they have a Mexican hot, hot, hot devil's food cake. Um, a Neapolitan, a Butterfinger, triple chocolate, a dirty snowball. Um, tang fast, tang fastic, powdered sugar cake, cinnamon sugar cakes. They have one called the Eight Mile. Um, of course they have the plains. They have blueberry cake, buttermilk bars, um, lemon chiffon crullers, cinnamon sugar, glazed chocolate maple. Um, they have an apple fritter and another one called another fritter called the Memphis Mafia. Stop. You're making me hungry. I know, right? They go anywhere from basically a dollar fifty a piece to that Memphis Mafia is five twenty-five. Um they look incredible. I meant to get there this morning but got distracted um by, you know, croissants. Um 
<laughs> so anyway, um, I do want to check this out, take some pictures, and kind of give you guys a little review of some of the things we got there. Um, they look absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. And they do weddings, too. <laughs> so you could get hitched or renew your vows at Voodoo Donuts. Cool. Um, they they serve Stumptown coffee, which if any of y'all are, are familiar with Stumptown, it is, you can buy their cold brew randomly in places. Um, good coffee, really good coffee, really strong coffee. Um, anyway, their hours are 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Monday through Thursday and 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Friday through Sunday. Um, they have just an amazing look to them so i think i think this would be really really fun for us to do maybe get a box and now we can bring them to florida for you <laughs> they might not make it on the airplane but you know what next time we do a, a meet a local meet we should get a couple boxes and bring them to the meet they might not make it but, to the meet <laughs> i know right <laughs> Um, they look good. Um, the one other thing that I thought was of note in their, um, in their newsletter, um, well, actually two things. If you're an annual pass holder for Universal, go on the line and you can enter to win, um, a Blu-ray combo pack of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And last but not least, they have a deal with Budget Rental Car. Um, Universal Studios Hollywood Pass members save up to 25% plus get a free upgrade on rental cars um, at Budget. So it's budget.com slash Universal, Universal Pass. And then there's a code, um, a BCD code and a coupon code on their website. Very so, good. yeah. Thank you, Nancy. That's our Universal Studios update. Cool. Tony? I have a very fast rapid fire. I remember a long time ago when rapid fires were rapid. Anyways. Those were the days. Um, yeah. So instead, I'm going to discuss everything I know about. No, I don't. I don't know anything, so it wouldn't be fast. See, I've just <laughs> elongated it. Um, from May 5th through September 2nd, Mickey Mouse will be a guest at Goofy's Kitchen at the Disneyland Hotel as part of Disney Dinnertime Magic. I don't know why it needs to be called that, but okay. So they, can raise, um, so they can raise the price. Yeah, I know. I just think it's funny. Like Disney Dinnertime Magic, other than – how about Mickey's going to be here? Anyways, Mickey will be joining Goofy and pals at dinner only. So my guess – now, see, I'm so skeptical. My thing is they've got to – their numbers have to be dwindling. Uh-huh. Or they're just trying to add a few bucks, one of the two. Yeah, because it's at dinner only, right? Yeah, so. that's why. That's why. If it was at both, I would be like, okay. Well, but he's a he's at Paradise Pier for breakfast, so he can't be in both places. Oh, that's a good. Oh, point. okay. So there you go. Okay, well, because there's only one Mickey. Yes. Push. Sorry, I. I my bad. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So, um, Santa will not be there either. No, so. because he's busy. Yes, he's making his gifts. Mm-hmm. Well, the elves are making the gifts. Yes. yes. <laughs> so there you go. Checking, he's he's writing his list and checking mm-hmm. it twice. <laughs> I've been bad. so I've been bad Santa. So from now, basically until all summer through September second. So there cool. you go. Excellent. Thank you, Tony. All right, for those of you listening live, be sure to stick around for our our more food segment. 
Um, that's going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.